Rachel, so you really want to do this? Yes, I want to do this. We're gonna do this. Yes, Andrea, we are going to do this. Where do you think we'll even start? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how about, I'm Rachel. I'm Andrea. And this is the podcast where we vent about our bizarre neighbors. This is the show where everyone has a nickname. Do you think they have a nickname for us? No, of course they do. We're those bitches in 209. She killed both her cats on the same day. Well, there was blood on her ceiling, so that was a little weird. It was blood or coffee. It's mm. questionable. I was there, dude. Like, I was there at 2.45 in the morning. All you hear are the voices and literally... In your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a little warm-up? What's your warm-up? you want to sing or... Well, I don't know. We... Last time we gave them a couple of hints or some key words, right? Yeah, yeah. What were they? They were uh, CIA, safe, and swinging dildos. There we go. Should we start there? Sure. Uh, Again, CIA, (laughs) safe, swinging dildos. I don't know how much more of a pep talk you need. Well, those are interesting keywords. Yeah, I mean, but we're going to explain all of that. Okay, let's tell the story. Well, let's talk about the night that Einstein came back to our apartment to fix our bathtub. He had been here two days prior to fix plumbing issues we had in the bathtub, but yes. did not and never returned with the rest of the parts we need to use our bathtub. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's the building manager. <laughs> Because he does his job. He's Einstein. He's amazing at his job. He's so smart. (laughs) So the guy comes back um, that night, and instead of walking into our apartment and going directly to the bathroom where... Where he knows where it is. Where the tub is. He knows where it is because his bathroom's directly above ours. And this was the second time he was coming back to fix it. (laughs) Right. So he knows the layout, right? Yeah. (laughs) So he comes in and he starts walking the perimeter of our apartment and looking out of all of our windows. Weird. Really meticulously, yes. like looking out of every window we and have. And be sly about it. Yeah. But, but not and, very sly. And making small talk with us while he's staring out of all of our windows. Yes. But when somebody's talking to you and they're not looking anywhere at you, but out all your windows, you know they're up to something. They're up to no good. <laughs> so what what's he looking at i mean so he he mentions to us that he sees that there are new neighbors across the street in yes. the building that faces us and they can see into our apartment building but not just our apartment building but our apartment and his apartment yes and this is concerning to him yes because this is the second group of tenants that have moved into this building across the street in how long? In how long of a period of time? Oh, I don't know. We'll say five years. Okay, so eight the, years. The first, the last tenants lived there for eight years. Yeah, maybe eight years ago. I don't know the details. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember it because he knows. He meticulously well, knew well, how yeah. long they had lived there. Well, because they were the CIA. Well, but we didn't know that they were what he thought was the CIA until that night. Yeah, when the second group of CIAs moved in. The agents. 
Yes, if you will. Agents, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, CIA so this new agents. group, and they had just moved in like a week ago. He had a huge problem with that. There was mattresses up against the windows because they hadn't moved in all the way yet. And he was really bothered by the boxes and the mattresses against the windows because he thought people were looking at us around all of the obstacles in front of the windows. Oh, they were like barricades. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. It's a family of four. I know. I mean, if you're going to be CIA agents, you might as well be a family of four. You might as well. That's a good look. It's a normal family unit. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so he is, he's telling us about the former agents who lived there and how he's expecting the same behavior by the new ones. And, and. And remind us what the old agents did. Oh, yeah. The last agents, CIA agents that lived there, he told me numerous times that they would stand in front of the window, looking into his window in the dark, and they would have glow-in-the-dark swinging dildos. And not where they just glow-in-the-dark <laughs> swinging dildos. Oh, my God. They were transvestites that were swinging these dildos. And the important part of the story is these weren't even good looking transvestites. That was important. Very important. So I don't know if he has PTSD and he assumes this group of agents are going to be swinging dildos also. Or or not good looking transvestites. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, if you're going to give me some transvestites, I want some good looking ones. Okay. Question one. No one's used the word transvestite in probably 40 years. Well, that's the word he used. And And I know politically that's incorrect. It's totally (laughs) incorrect. But the second part about it is they're not good looking. And he would have been okay. If they were pretty, he'd be fine with it. He'd be fine. And look, glow in the dark. Dildos. Do those exist? I have I have I have to say I've never seen one that glows in the dark. But are you asking for one? Are you on the hunt for one? I'm I'm not, I have to say. And I don't know any CIA <laughs> agents. So CIA agents may carry around the glow-in-the-dark yeah. ones that we don't as regular citizens see. Yeah, because that makes sense. It does. When it's dark, they gotta be able to see it. They really <laughs> Gotta have those glow in the dark ones or they can't see. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so. So I've um, been hearing about these, yeah, agents and their glow in the dark swinging dildos for about 10 years now. Yeah, tell me about how many times he's told you this story. Oh, I'd say at least once a year. At least once a year. Just randomly? Yeah, well, I mean, he sneaks it into the conversation somehow, but I'll give him credit. The story's consistent. It never changes. It never changes. It's like he's warped into 10 years ago. Well, and I have to say, I think I had only lived here two, three years at this point. That was the second, third time I had heard that story. And it's word for word verbatim. Yep. It's the same story. Okay, so so after he gets done with this story, and you and I are like, yeah, we know, we know the swinging dildos. We've heard this several times before. Yeah. Can you fix our goddamn bathtub, please? He says, hey, uh, do you mind if I take a look inside your closet? Yeah, and this is a new one to us. And we're like, uh, yeah, maybe. May, and we're thinking maybe there's a plumbing issue in there maybe that's where the bathtub plumbing issue is coming from yeah go inside our closet like so he proceeds to go into our closet and rifle around in our closet 
Um, and we're just sitting in the living room looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on around yeah, here? What are you looking for? He's rifling through things. He's making tinkering sounds. He's moving things around. So, so you ask him. And we, Einstein, we, what are you doing? Yeah, we're what like, are you what, for? what are you looking for? He finally comes out of the closet. <laughs> no <laughs> Unintended. Pun Is it pun intended or no pun intended? It depends. In this case, because all of us are gay. I think the pun is intended. Okay. I mean, there is literally not one person or animal in this apartment that isn't gay on that night at that time. In that closet. In that so closet or out of the closet. So it's pun intended. It's pun intended, Thank I believe. You. Okay. Um, He proceeds to tell us uh, he doesn't see any signs that there has been any drilling in our closet. He is worried because his collectibles in his closet upstairs are missing. They've gone missing. So he wanted to see if any CIAs were drilling holes from our closet upstairs to his closet. Because above our closet ceiling, ceiling in the part of the closet that he was checking out, he has a huge safe. Yes. And that safe has been locked. And he assures us he has <laughs> fine collectibles in that safe that had been stolen. And he knows the CIA did it. They come into his closet all the time and they steal his collectibles. They don't always steal them. Sometimes they just move them around. Correct. From a safe to a closet to another room. Yes. So he's always got to be prepared because they're in there moving things around. And I am practicing my, this conversation is totally normal face while he's telling me this because I can't believe the dude that manages our building and lives above us thinks the CIA is breaking into his apartment and just moving shit around for the fun of it. Yeah, but I think he lost one thing or there was one item. Yeah, his mind. (laughs) His mind he lost that a while ago. <laughs> the CIA took that and rearranged it quite a while ago. No, but Rachel, what is it that he was looking for? He was specifically looking for it. They took it from his safe. So we ask him, what's missing? What exactly is missing so that maybe we can help you find it? He said, you can't help me find it because they took it. It is a limited edition Queen album and they've only made a hundred of them yeah yeah it's the greatest hits it's the greatest hits they've only made a hundred of them and it's the limited edition queen album and, and he had it in his safe he had it specifically in his safe so yes. nobody would take it from him yes. but the cia cracked the code and they found that goddamn album in the safe <laughs> he doesn't know how because they didn't drill a hole through our ceiling to get to it but it is gone well, he had to check it out for himself. He and so just take our word that no CIAs have been in our closet. Because we could be lying. We could be storing CIA we could be agents. Part of the CIA. We we could be. We could I think it's plausible that we are storing agents in our walk-in <laughs> closet. I think that makes more sense. Okay. For limited edition albums, yes. though. Made Queen. by Queen. Yeah. Specifically. So um this comes out of his face, and I am shocked. I don't. Need, I don't have words. Yeah, but this comes after the glow in the dark swinging dildo. Well, and which surprises you more? And I'm going to tell you, 
The reason I am shocked is not because of the limited edition Queen album story. I am shocked because I did not know anything could shock me more than glow in the dark swinging dildos across the street from CIA agents. But now, vestites and not even the pretty ones. Correct. I did not (laughs) think my shock level could go above that. But oh my God, he was able to shock me more. And I'm shocked that I'm shocked. Wow. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I'm shocked that you're shocked that you're shocked that he shocked you. Yeah, yeah. No, that I I completely understand what you're saying because any real person that heard me tell this story would be like, Rachel, it's Einstein. Yeah. Why are you shocked? But I continue to be naive and think this is as far as he's going to go. But you know what? The minute I think that, he goes farther. Well, did it shock you that he crazy glued the bathtub piece together and it broke off? That he did not want to weld or go to Ace Hardware and replace the entire part. So he just whipped out some Gorilla Glue yeah. and poured it over everything, hoping to God it would work. But do you think it's funny that he brought his toolbox with him? Yes. <laughs> yes. And is it filled with nothing but Gorilla Glue? Yeah. No, there's a hammer in there. <laughs> okay. We hear him pound. We've heard the hammering. Yeah. So there may be a hammer to some Gorilla Glue. Yeah. Okay. Some stuff in there. So, so he's in our living room explaining this whole album debacle. And I say, Hey, uh, let me show you some floorboards over here that are peeling up from our ground. They are next to the heater and the heater's warping our floorboards. And we need to get this fixed because it's doing some damage. And he whips out his cell phone and says, Hey, why don't I, um, show you some videos that the CIA has taken of me. And I say, uh, hmm, I don't know about that, uh, Einstein. <laughs> so he flips open his flip phone and starts looking for these videos. And I say, hey, while you have your phone out, let's go on over and take a picture of some of these floorboards so you can forward them to property management. Well, he does not like no. that at all because no. that involves working. Yes. And he did not come here to work. He nope. came here to talk about swinging dildos yep. and the CIA and his yep. Queen album. Yep. So it's almost like he snaps back into reality when I say that. And he says, uh, well, why don't I show you that video some other time? I think I have some things to do upstairs. So uh, I'll just... I'll, why don't you, uh, he starts racing out the front door yeah. and, um, cause God forbid we give him any more work to do. And he says, you email me photos yes. of those floorboards yeah. and I will forward them to property management and we'll yeah. see what we can do about it. Yeah. And this was probably like what I'd say like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Yes. At least. So we go to bed, you have an early morning, you have an interview early uh-huh. the next yep. morning and around midnight I hear knocking on the door and I go and answer it and it's Einstein and he's standing there still barefoot no did he have clothes on yeah he had clothes on no yeah no shoes or socks and I say to him Einstein you can't come over again like 
Rachel has a really early morning. She has an interview tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. What do you need? He was like, oh, I was just letting you know that they're across the street right now and they're looking through your windows. I just, I think you should know that. Oh my God. And it's like, are you serious? Okay, thank you. Shut the door. Get the hell out of here. Leave. So then like an hour later, it's like one o'clock in the morning and I hear all this hammering and... I'm like, what the hell is he doing now? He's so this hammering. is one in the morning now. One this the is morning. the third yeah. contact we've had with him. Well, you've had with him over the course of the night. Yeah. And in which I already had to shoo him off yeah. when he came back to the apartment. So I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He is up there like boarding up stuff. So I call him and I'm like, Einstein, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm boarding up the windows <laughs> um, because they're out there and they could see, you oh, know, they sh- can see through your windows so they could see through mine. So I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to board up the windows. Oh. And it's like, Einstein, no, it's one o'clock in the morning. Rachel has an interview. You cannot be doing You cannot be it. doing yeah. DIY projects at one in the morning above our bedroom. What is says, wrong with you? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to do the east side window. <laughs> and I'm. it will only take me an hour. He's only going to work on it an hour. Like he has any concept of no, time. Not at all. It's like two in the morning. I go... You have one hour, one hour. You gave it. him, you gave him an hour. Well, you know what though? He's doing it on the east side oh, of the windows my. and we're on the west side Shut of the apartment building. But it's not like we live in mansions. The east side is 12 <laughs> feet from the west side. <laughs> this isn't, we're not in upper, we're not in upper east Manhattan. We don't have wings in our condos or apartment building. I mean, we are talking, we're living in a space. Space that is San Francisco sized. Well, he only spent an hour and he stayed on the east side of the apartment. And did he though? Did he keep to his one hour time limit? I want to say yeah. You do? Yeah. Um, I didn't have to call him again. Okay. So That's fine. I would say yeah. He could have shocked me. It could have been a half an hour. Well, just he like when it's fast. I'll tell you what, just when you think he can't shock you more, he does. He will go there and shock you more. Yep. No, in this case, we need to raise our shock bar as high as it will go so he can't go any higher. When he goes low, we go high. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was a good one. So what do I mean? What what do we do at this point? We're worried because we're like after this night, we're like when he because he shows up at our apartment unexpectedly a lot oh anytime someone knocks on the door after 8 p.m 100 it's him it's him it's him and, and we don't know what he's going to show up with we don't know if he's going to show up with candy liquor well i ice was cream. just gonna say he knows how to get to our heart because when he knocks on the door and i open the door and he's standing there holding two ice cream cones yes and a bottle of what do you have? He was holding a bottle of orange contro and two ice cream cones. Cones. He's like, I'm going to get into their apartment. I've got ice cream and alcohol. And I know how to win. Sometimes he's like a vampire. Sometimes he will wait to be invited in. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes when you open the door, he just walks right in. There's no invitation needed. Oh, yeah. And he shoves the ice cream in your face. Yeah. And he'll just walk right past you as if he lives here. But what I think is funny is he probably did that three times and we ate the ice cream. 
just unknowingly, <laughs> just even though we know something is not normal about this man, we still take candy and ice cream from him and eat it willingly, yeah. not even thinking. I mean, he could we, poison us. we are the absolute epitome of children that take candy from strangers. <laughs> Do you realize that? Yeah. We're the grown ass man. women. He's an ice cream man. Yeah. Yeah. He should play that music when he walks through the hall. And we'd run after him with a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream man. Ice cream man. So I mean, what honestly, when we when he comes over, we don't know what to do because we don't know if we don't let him in or if we make up an excuse why we can't eat his ice cream or candy or take shots with him or we don't know if he's going to think we're in cahoots with the CIA if we're working with them if we're storing them in our walk-in closet but I did ask him if he ever found his queen album oh what happened he said he did he found it he had misplaced it and it was in his bedroom oh so he admitted that he misplaced it but he had to have said that because He got proof when he was here that they didn't drill through our closet. So he didn't really look for it when it was missing out of his safe. He just ran right down here and started inspecting our closet. Yeah. And then when no drill marks were apparent in our ceiling, he actually went back up and looked for it and realized he probably stuck it somewhere when he was rearranging his furniture, booby trapping his windows. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But I did follow up with him and he did misplace it. Okay, so... The point of the story is he put us through all that bullshit and all he did was misplace that album. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Well, at least we have closure. (laughs) We sure do. (laughs) Well, now that I have all the parts for our bathtub, I'm going to go take a bath. So I'm Rachel. I'm Andrea. And we're those bitches in 209. If you like what you heard, tell a friend to listen to our show. And if you have questions for us, please email us at questions for 209 at gmail.com. That's questions, F-O-R, 209 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm exhausted. From the podcast? No. Where do you buy a glow-in-the-dark dildo? <laughs> 